Joe Painter and welcome to it, another edition of the uh, stories of the 2016 Boscov's Burks Jazz Fest. It's coming up April 1st through April 10th, so save the dates, make your vacation, come to Reading, get your tickets, and I would like to introduce you to a radio legend, truly, a Philadelphia radio legend in, in, entrenched in the jazz industry and jazz music for all of your life, Michael Tazi. Oh, thank you very much. That, that was a very nice introduction. I'm not sure it's accurate about the legend. Oh, part, it is. It is. It's nice to be here. It's nice to uh, be involved in this music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thank you very much. We know each other from way back in the day, and that's a good thing. Uh, I love what you're doing here with storytelling. That's uh, really incredible. And uh, we're going to be part of the 26th annual Burke's Jazz Fest. That's a pretty big deal. 26 years, that's yep. right. So I want to rewind with you a little bit, if I may, Michael. Sure. You have been truly entrenched in this industry. It's a passion of yours, jazz music. You were um, a key, key personality and management position at WJJZ. And the formats changed a little bit. And you started your own, I mean, cutting edge, your own... Um, internet radio show. station, mm-hmm. iJazzGlobal.com. We named it, it's funny because uh, when I was with uh, radio stations, I actually started here in Philadelphia in 1976 at WIOQ and it was a rock station. Oh, I remember that. And uh, that ran through 1987, then they changed the format. And I took some time off. I ran a compact disc store and a fast food restaurant, believe it or not, really? at the same time. <laughs> I know and that. My, and my, my partner uh, in the businesses said, you know, what should, what should we call this only compact disc store only? And I said, if we don't call it the compact disc store, we will get people coming in here for tapes and records and everything else. Right. And we called it the compact disc store. We were in Wayne, Pennsylvania, on the main drag, uh, Lancaster Avenue. And uh, believe it or not, people still came in looking for records and tapes. So <laughs> even though you said exactly what it was, it mm-hmm. uh, didn't resonate with a whole lot of people because it was a brand new format. That was back in 1986. So there and you are on the cutting edge there. You're predicting it was, where it's going and you open the store. Well, and I knew, and believe it or not, and I'm not, trust me, I'm not a genius about this, but I did know that once the big guys in the music business, some of them are no longer around, people like Sam Goody, Mm -hmm. um, when they got away from records and tapes, or, yeah, records, tapes, and then into CDs, that we, they would have buying power over us, and we would, so we basically ran it as best we could, we sold a lot of imported material, which was great, because that's when it was new, and everybody couldn't find stuff here in America, so we imported stuff from Japan, and Korea, and uh, Germany, England was big, and so we did a lot of that stuff. And then we just let it slowly die <laughs> and go away. How did iJazz Global come about? So there's a cutting edge. Now you're, <clears throat> you're on the curve. Well, um, I kind of saw the end of the smooth jazz era. Not that the music was going away, but the radio stations were mm-hmm. going away. So I mm-hmm. thought to myself, well, um, maybe 
uh, I should start something that had all of these components and do it the way I wanted to do it, not the way the consultants wanted to do it, which is a little bit different uh, in every market that you go to, and I know that this is going to be on the, the Internet, so it will go to a lot of places. There's still a lot of um, uh, companies that run things the way they think they should be run based on consultants, and consultants are good and uh, bad all at the same time. They have a lot to That's say. That's true. So when you run your own company, ijazzglobal.com, check it out, do you respond as you feel the listeners? I mean, are you programming it like you did the program at WJJZ, or yeah. is it different? Yeah, actually, um, uh, when I was there, I, had, I was very passionate about the music. I still am passionate about the music. And so I ran the radio station like it was a part of the family for me. Mm -hmm. And I think all the people that we had working with us uh, felt the same way. It was really interesting, the, the dynamic. I, I think... You know, when people talk about the sun, the moon, and the stars being aligned and yes. everything just being perfect, uh, believe it or not, twice in my lifetime that happened. Once when I was at WIOQ when it was a rock station, mm -hmm. and we were right in the middle of a very uh, robust uh, time in music mm -hmm. during the late 60s, early 70s, up until the early 80s when things started to change a little bit. And then with smooth jazz, because I got to JJZ, Back in 1995, a couple of years after you started the Berks Jazz Fest here in Reading, Berks County. And I will tell you a little story. It was actually in the Berks, uh, the book that they put out for the 25th anniversary. And I related to, to John Ernesto, the general manager. I said, when I first got there in 1995, they said to me, I asked them whether I could do some things for the radio station. And I was a part-time guy for a very short time, a couple of months. And they said, well, why don't you go up to uh, Reading and cover the... Berks Jazz Fest, because it was relatively new at the time. Really? So I came up here not knowing what to, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to expect, and I saw the artists that were going to be there, and I, I, I didn't know what kind of an impact it was going to have, and I was here for the weekend, and I went back, and I said, do you realize what's happening up there in Reading? So what we were, were you thinking about? it would be? I thought, it, you know, I, I saw a lot of... Uh, smaller festivals that were a couple of days and they right. had a few different artists, maybe a smooth jazz artist and then a couple of local guys mm -hmm. plunk on a guitar or whatever. Not that that's a bad thing, but I didn't realize the the people that traveled, even at that time, way back then, they traveled miles and miles and some flew in to yeah. come to see yeah. performers in Reading, Berks County now, not a major city outside of a number of major cities but not a major city mm -hmm. and like I said I went back and I said are you aware of how incredible these things that are going on in Reading are because you don't I think that most people in Philadelphia and anybody who came in from New York came to Reading to outlet shop and that really wasn't what it was all about reason, actually yeah. when we first started coming here uh, all the outlet shopping was down on 9th Street. Yep, so the Moss Street. Right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it has grown into an incredible uh, festival, one of the most respected in the world. Uh, I'm thrilled to be associated with them. And uh, because of going back to your original question, which I know I got off track on, um, I, I saw that there was a need for doing it right because it was... When consultants come in, they tell you how to be a big box radio station. Yes, in other they words, do. they say, okay, you're doing this, you're successful, you're very successful. If you want to go from here to here, well, then you should start doing this. 
And by doing that, you, A, corrupt what you've built already, and second of all, you start moving closer to someone else on the radio dial. You kind of disable the connection with your listeners. Well, exactly, and then the listener becomes confused, and they um, don't have that same passion. And loyalty. Because they don't, right, they don't have that same effect on your ratings, and that's really what salespeople go out and sell. So... It was it was very interesting. I started the the uh, the uh, music channel, and uh, like we mentioned off camera a little while ago, my wife said to me, "Are we you know are we behind anybody in this?" And I said, oh, "We are so far in advance of anybody. Nobody knows what the internet is all about." And really, as you move forward, you see that most of what's happening and challenging is now happening on the internet. There are multiple radio stations, but i got to ask right. you this. And we don't call them radio stations. What? We call them streaming. And, 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 multiple and, streamers, like well, the People Chronicles. Well, it's, it's, it's exactly. Yeah. And, and part of the thing is because people can, radio is kind of like has become um, Kleenex to tissues. Yes. You know, people don't refer to tissue paper as tissues. They refer to it as Kleenex. Yeah. yeah. And it is a brand name, mm-hmm. and we're doing the same thing with radio and I'm trying to get us away from radio because radio is actually terrestrial, which means it's over the air. There's an antenna somewhere. Correct. Once you drive so many miles away from that, you You lose lose it. it. Well, with what you're doing and with what I'm doing on iJazzGlobal.com, and I have a lot of uh, different things. I consult and I manage bands, but I also consult people who are starting music channels. I have to ask you this, though. Wait a minute. All of these things that you're involved in, and your passion for jazz, right. how does the Boscovs Burks Jazz Fest, this event here in Reading, Pennsylvania, impact your work? Does it help it? Does it enhance oh, it? What, by all means, yeah. How? I think um, for me, based in Philadelphia, even though I say that we're based in, we're born in Philadelphia, enjoyed worldwide. It's mm-hmm. still Philadelphia-based. All of the stuff that happens is created in the Philadelphia market. And that includes Reading, Berks County. It includes Harrisburg, mm-hmm. um, Wilmington, Delaware. We've got a, we're starting to build a very robust music scene again back here. You know, in the 50s, it was doo-wop music coming out of street, street corner music. And then um, during the days of Sigma Sound Studios, there was a lot going on. Well, now Reading is impacting the marketplace. And because of the fact that you can do this video and audio streaming, yeah. It's a beautiful thing, and you bring Reading and the Berks Jazz Fest to all the people, and I think that that's great. And what John Ernesto, the general manager, and Gary Spencer, and all the other people that are involved, mm-hmm. the, the volunteers especially, um, I think that that's what makes it so amazing, uh, an event. I've been to a lot of festivals around the world, and none of them compares to uh what the Berks Jazz Fest does here in Reading. I hear that a lot. If you if you could name one thing that sets Reading apart from all of these festivals and makes it so unique, what is it? Volunteers. Ah. Yeah. And I'll tell you why that is. Uh, you see a lot of paid people that come right. to these events. Um, you, you see them standing there because they're being paid to stand there. Mm-hmm. Well, I see the people, the volunteers, and these people don't get paid. They get no. rewarded in other ways, but... They get to see the shows, but I see the same people year after year yeah. after year. Their families, their children growing up, they're getting married. All the things that, that happen in daily life, I see happen every year in the springtime here in Reading Berks County because um, 
they come back because they they're part the a they're part of the community and they are volunteers to the Berks Arts Council Mm -hmm. which is really the parent of the Berks Jazz Fest correct we should mention that because it's really important and all the monies that are raised I hope people don't think that money's going to a promoter's pocket. It's actually going oh, to no. the Berks Arts Council, which point. does a lot of really great work here in Reading Berks County. I can't say enough. But the volunteers are, are there are people at the top, like I mentioned, the John Ernestos, the general mm-hmm. managers. They mm-hmm. do all the legwork and getting the bands and coordinating everything. It's so a, a, such a well-oiled machine. It just runs so well. And I think the volunteers do that whole thing. It just makes it perfect. And the people at the top are quick to acknowledge that team. And quickly before we go, there is now an, a new home for iJazzGlobal.com, right? Dot com cafe. It is. Um, it's part of the Jazz Fest. Yes, it is. Uh, I was very, John came to me uh, not too long ago, John Ernesto, uh, and uh, asked if uh, I would do some shows at the old Jazz Base, which then turned mm-hmm. into Good Nights. Or it was Good Nights, good then nice. it was Jazz Bass, then it was back to Good Nights. And he said, look, we'd like to rename it the iJazzGlobal.com Cafe because in January of this year, January 1st, I'll be doing basically what you do here, video and audio streaming from festivals around the world, bringing uh, interviews with people like you do here mm-hmm. to the audience via YouTube, my uh, website, iJazzGlobal.com. Uh, and JJZ, which is WJJZ.com. Um, so we're very excited about that. And uh, being How able many to shows for the festival? Six, seven we're gonna do at your cafe? Six, I think we're going to do seven or eight shows. We're going to do a Friday, Saturday night, uh, both weekends. We're going to do two shows early and late. Uh, and we're thrilled about that because some of the great folks that are going to be there, Jazz Funk Soul, which is Chuck Loeb, Jeff Lorber, and uh, Everett Harp, uh, band that I manage, Zoe, a saxophonist that I manage, Jangaholics, uh, D. Lucas, along with, <laughs> and we're going to do that. You got to do that one. That's right. Um, so we're going to have a lot of. It's going to be varied. It's not going to be just smooth jazz. It's going to be a, a, an amalgam of, uh, of great talent there. So, and we're very excited about it. And, and again, it sounds this word opportunity keeps coming up, and that's what Jazz Fest, uh, Boscov's Berks Jazz Fest, is affording so many people. So don't you miss the opportunity? Get your tickets and think about volunteering. It's a fun way to enjoy the festival. Yes, Michael, absolutely. Do that. Thank you so much, Michael. Thank you. Thank you.